Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. The plot is vivid and the podcast. I'm Eladio Nino and this is Real Everyday People. So been a busy week man been a busy week but a fun week memorial day was the shit went to silver lake was it silver lake yeah silver lake over there in pickney michigan went to the beach with the family had a great time loved it been soaking up the sun love it you know summer is here um you know and uh just went to the grand prix with the family went downtown actually friday and saturday i was doing the tours i was driving the tour bus around corktown shout out to my man bob at mcshane's and uh you know the corktown business association it was it was a great experience for me to be able to do the tour bus for the grand prix i met a lot of good people and um you know they they were generous and gave me some tips too so you know was grateful for that but um memorial day has been a good weekend man downtown been slapping um everything been good man and uh, i hope everybody was safe um you know and um you know just uh so today i have a guest man and this this guest is a you know is a is a dear brother to me is a good friend to me uh he's been a big part of my life uh since you know i was younger and um you know i'm happy to have him here and um <clears throat> it means the world to me for him to be able to come here and share his story this brother was a you know he was a pillar in our community very influential he was one of the leaders in our community in my time and uh you know and so i'm grateful for you guys to be able to uh hear his story uh well Welcome, my brother Brutus, Thank man. You, What's going on, brother? You, man, dog. Appreciate Thank you, you coming me. here, Thank man. You, man, I love it, bro. It's 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 an honor, you know what I'm saying? And uh and and uh I, I love it, bro. I love I love to see where we at today, man. Knowing where we come from, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So so tell the little people a little bit about yourself, man. Where you from, where you grew up, you know what I mean? Born and raised in southwest Detroit. Born in a house on Amherst and Junction. Okay. Was named after two ambulance drivers that my dad named me. After two ambulance drivers that came after I was born. Okay. All right. So, um, you got siblings? Uh, are yeah, you two oh. brothers and seven uh, half sisters and brothers? Dang, you got a big. That's a whole tribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> you got a whole tribe, man. Yeah, so right. tell me, what was it like growing up, bro, with all them siblings living in the neighborhood at that time? Like, what was life like for you, man, growing up as a child? <clears throat> well, it was always to me. I loved it because it was always family together. You know, when mm -hmm. I grew up, we was poor, so we always had my grandmas, my aunties, my older cousins, and to raise us, my mom, she did everything she can for us. <clears throat> the only jobs they had back then was bars. So my older cousins and brothers raised me, so our house was like the party house. So Okay. All right. You know, so it was just always grew up like a big a lot family. of people. We was tight, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seventies, eighties, it was we was real tight. So that's probably how I got the the you know, the connection of always being together and always, you know, be there for your children. Yes, no matter what, yes. You know? Because a lot of us come from big families. You yeah, know what I'm sure. saying? Like my grandma and grandpa, they had nine kids. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So you know, and then all they kids. So people don't believe it when I tell them, man, I got a hundred cousins in Southwest. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we a hundred deep all day. I, I no matter where which direction I go in, I got a family member <laughs> that lives somewhere. You for know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. 
And, uh, you know, back in the days, for everybody being poor, they was not playing. They was having lots of kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and you ain't lying because <clears throat> not you, but a lot of other brothers. Mm-hmm. That was brothers of ours. A lot of our enemies or guys that I got into with, beat up or shot at, first thing I heard, so-and-so's my cousin. I don't want no problem. They'll drop names, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, Southwest's so small, so it's, yeah, it's funny. I always got a kick out of that. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. And, uh, you know, so it, it kind of gives, it builds a network for you, though. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, even, you know, a support system. Like they say, we're raised by a village, you know? Yeah. And, you know, but, you know, it's it's what's the what the village is made of. You know, you become a product of that. Definitely. You know? definitely. So growing up with the traditions of just, you know, family, unity, yeah. I can relate because um, that's how my mother's house, house was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I swear it was like all purpose. You know, my mom used to rent rooms out to the Mexicans when they used to come <laughs> down from Texas. They used to work in the suburbs and shit and, and, and do roofing and concrete. So she rent the rooms out to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was like an orphanage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody that ran away from home or got kicked out of home. They came. They stayed at the house, stayed in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that was hungry, they could come pull up. You know what I'm saying? My mom just cooked for the ne- whole neighborhood every day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And still does. Yeah, and still does. <laughs> you know, she always breaking bread with her tamales and everything. Yeah. That's one thing. Man, shout out to my mom, man. I love my mother love so much, mom. man. She's yeah, she's, she's one of the best people I know, man. And I ain't just saying that because that's my mother, but I sit back and I admire her her and watch her work you yeah. know what i'm saying and and i love the fact that there's so much of her that is inside of me you know yeah, what i'm saying sure. and learning to understand myself helps me understand my mother more you know what i mean but uh you know and there's a lot of mothers bro you yeah. know what i'm saying who we grew like up with in the neighborhood friend, you know what i'm saying yeah 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 i remember there was a time that the police come looking for me for a whole bunch of stuff and the police told her hey we're just detective wants to talk to him we're just gonna bring him down and we'll bring him back and my, my mom called down there, 11, 30, 12 at night, Fort Priest, and that's when it was on green. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you going to let Rob go? Oh, no, he's a, for two attempts at murders and this and that. And he's going to go. She's like, what? <laughs> so when I came home, she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'll give you up to the police. Oh, that'll never happen again. Just tell me. I said, do you want me to tell you what I do? <laughs> you want me to tell you what I do? I think the police are looking for me or not. You know, ever since then, that's. I mean, we always had a good relationship, but ever since that, it was like, I know sometimes she just shook her head like, oh, my God, you just told me that. But, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, I got a very good bond with my mother. So what was adolescence like growing up, 12, 13, 14 years old? Where were you at at that point in life? You know oh, what I'm saying? Banging big time. Banging, banging already, already by 12, 13 yeah. years old. Shooting shit up already. Yeah. Shooting shit up. Yeah. Fooling. Yes. Who taught you that? Shit, really? Us? <laughs> Or, you know, I ain't going to just say me, but yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, us, we yeah, learned, yeah. you know, we yeah. learned shooting in the basement. We were raised like wolves. Yeah, we, yeah real shit, for real, you know? man. We learned shooting in the basement, shooting in the alley. We we taught ourselves. It ain't just one person, you know. Mm-hmm. We taught ourselves, you know, it, you know. And, you know, in Southwest. Until this day, I got locked up. You know how I always shoot, sh- shot a shotgun? Huh. Hip-wise. From the hip? From the hip. Like old Jeffro Bodine or something. Bing, bing. <laughs> I never had it like they do it like now, like yeah, right from, like in the movie Color. From the hip, right here, bro. You yeah, know, and yeah. they, you know, ever since I see it on TV, they're like, "Oh, dude, do it wrong." You, do, you know, but Mike, it worked always. Yeah, always from the hip. I don't know. Well, you kind of tall, man. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, my shoulder is your hip. You know what I mean? <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> no doubt, man. But um, so 
like I know like back in the days, bro, like when I was growing up, um, you know, we used to live over there on West Grand Boulevard between Bagley and Werner. And at that time, you know what I'm saying? That's when a lot of the gangs were migrating from Chicago, you know, the Cobras, the Latin Counts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had uh, a you lot already of had the, the, the Cubans, the Twenty fifth boys, the uh, you know the Bagley boys, the Stiletto, yeah. you know all, all the all the all the old Wrecking old crew. schools, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, what was I gonna say? God damn, I forgot already. Shit. You said when the gangs from Chicago. Huh? Oh yeah, so then the Cubans came as well. You know what I'm saying? So when my Cubans mother, always been here, bro. Cubans been here since the seventies, bro. Have they that long? Yes. When I they, they was running shit from the seventies. Because when I was lived on Ferdinand, I lived on Ferdinand. Right there on um. You know where the drugstore corner used to be right there on the corner where they got, even though it's pushed back now, but it used to be on the corner right across the street from a movie theater. Okay, right yeah. Right across. Yep. Well, the Puerto Rican people family lived upstairs. And then there was a three-way apartment. I don't know if you remember. Right behind it was a three-way apartment. That was my whole family. Okay. We lived there. My aunt lived there. And then my grandma. And then my uncle lived behind it. So, yeah. So, like. That was generational yeah. housing there. Yeah. So, <clears> I used to do YMCA, we're just out there every day. Mm-hmm. Clark Park, every day. Yeah. The damn, uh, what do you call it? La Libera and the Boulevard? Yeah. I'm there all the time. You so know that's what I'm like, that's where yeah, I lived. Cuba, the Cubans, bro. And back in the day, guys, so my stepdad came. He, he came probably about, the er, probably about the early 80s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's when my mom hooked up. I got, you know, two brothers that are half Cuban. So I grew up with the whole Cuban culture. Um, they used to have the whole uh, Lafayette and Waterman, all them apartments. Yeah. They had like them four four complex apartments over there. And, uh, you know, so I grew up with the whole Cuban culture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But but even then, it was violent as hell because everybody was establishing yeah. themselves. Everybody yeah. became territorial. That's yeah. when, you know, between the gangs, the drugs, and the power and everything, like, it was like a war in Southwest, but yeah. that's what it Always took. Always been. But it was mostly, like, <clears throat> fighting. It was mostly fighting, baseball mm-hmm. bats, bricks, like, whatever you get. I mean, mm-hmm. guys pulled out guns, but that back in them days, he loved it back in them days because it was real fighting. You see men from mm-hmm. men, you know, who's really about it. And it was never... Oh, you had a baseball bat. Oh, he had, you know, it was unfair. Like, no, you whatever he came with. You know what I'm saying? Like that movie, The Warriors. Oh, I had love. <laughs> my main thing. Can you dig it? My in? main thing, like whenever we got into it, I love when we all fight. Like we say we just like 20 deep or 10 deep and we just get into another crew. That's, I love that. Like the socials oh and the greasers. The oh socials my. and the greasers. Man, huh? bro. It's just the like. The T-Birds. Yeah, that's when you find <laughs> out you who you who you really about. You know Hell what I'm saying? Yeah. You're fighting and then you turn around like. My, I got punched by my brother a couple of times, probably Marty, <laughs> a few other guys. Like, when you fight, you just don't know. You know, you turn around, and, you know. But it's, yeah, back in them days, it was, we. I, I liked it that, though. No doubt, yeah, man. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to, you know. But I wouldn't have no problem doing it again. But I'm glad, I'm glad that's <laughs> over. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, but I like it. I already know, baby. I already know. Yeah. Hey. You know, I'm humble. I'm peaceful. I don't even want no smoke. I'll tell a guy in a minute. Yeah. I'm straight. I don't want no smoke. But I'll punch you in your motherfucking nose. Quick I mean, a lot of people have been come, running their mouth. You come into my space, dog. Don't come in my space. A lot of people been running my peace, bro. Yes. A lot of people have been running their mouth lately. So that's how I've been. I'm like, man, don't wake up a sleeping giant. Yeah, man. Just be a giant, yeah. man. You I'm the reason you're probably eating right now. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that you, 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 you're working, you're having fun, you're having your old mm-hmm. lady, like, with no problems. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's no all doubt. I ask. Yeah. That's all I ask. Yeah, but you know what, man? I don't care what you do in life, bro. 
you always going to have people who are applauding you and you got people who are yeah. giving you the middle finger. Yeah. You know, when it comes to people, man, there ain't no way in the world that you can please everybody, man. Because everybody, there's always going to be somebody that got something to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would just say, man, live your life, man. Let them people live in their head and just keep living your life, bro. I mean, you know, we going to fast forward a little bit. I mean, God damn, <laughs> this brother did 27 years in prison. Yeah. He he deserved every, he got every right in the world to be able to just yeah. come home and live his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but let's talk about everything prior to that. You know how yeah. we got to that. Yeah. How the cash flow posse started. Where the twenty four hundred came from. Where the teepee came from. The family nation. How all that started. Because I know everybody that's watching. This is the shit they want to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want to know the real shit from the legend uh, Brutus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You the man, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Shit. But one thing that that I say that I will say. It wasn't just me. Oh, I understand. And I, know I ain't going to say that I'm a legend because it was just more than me that did everything. You know, I was never by myself. But shit, you Probably did on a few things, but none of them. But, shit, but did, no, I was never by myself. You did a long myself. ass beard yeah, by yeah. yourself. Yeah, true nigga. that. But I was never <laughs> you know like, you know. No, I feel you. No, it was I understand. brotherhood for real. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. No so I'm no. never going to take all the. Or none of that. And say I, I'm this. I'm that. I don't. I don't. I don't look at myself. You like ain't got to take it like that, nigga. The feds gave it all to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you want to take it or not, nigga? They gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? They, they put it all yeah. on you. You know. But anyways, when did it all begin, bro? How did it start? When did it start? Why did it start? You know what I'm saying? Man, I got so many different like days, years. I can't like just really like the beginning when you was like, you know what, bro? Let's do this. Let's put this shit in motion. I'm talking about from yeah. how you got the colors to forming the body to coming up with yeah. the 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 teepee and the family like that shit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, because you gotta you gotta understand like, and that's why I don't like. I be laughing when a lot of people says it was just this gang and that gang. Man, you had the Camel Boys was already established. Mm -hmm. The Young Guns. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So we're talking about homegrown fifth. gangs. Yeah, homegrown. We're not talking about the gangs that migrated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and you know, much love to everybody did their thing, but I'm talking about homegrown that shit. Was that already was there before already they, here yes. and established, bro. Yes. Like the Falcon Boys, Cahalen Boys. What was what was Cahalen? That was Cahalen Boys, right? What was the Falcon, Falcon Crew or Falcon... Yeah, Falcon Crew, you know what I'm saying? And you mm -hmm. had to like Lafayette boy. Like it was always like and just how it is now on the east and west side. You know what I'm saying? How they everybody's back in the day it started with whatever neighborhood you from. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you know, everybody come and us, like, you know, me and my brothers and then we had friends and we always was Man, there was always six, eight, ten of us, twelve of us hanging the day because we you know we played sports, always there for each other. Mm -hmm. Then they had brothers and cousins, and you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, it was always like ever since we was little, like I said, it was always that family bond, like you know, that brotherhood since it was young, before mm -hmm. we knew what brotherhood was. Mm -hmm. You know. So, what motivated you guys to put a name on it? To say this is what we gonna be, this is what we gonna yeah. stand on. These are the colors we're gonna wear, and these are the signs that that gonna represent us. Because well, you created a whole new nation. Yeah. Like everybody's accustomed to the yeah. folks flying yeah. the six. Yeah. Everybody's accustomed to the Almighty with the five. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody understand that, but everybody don't understand how how the family nation came about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole new nation yes, that was, was created. Yes, under God. Yes. Indivisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And 
like I said, man, I can't like really break everything down like I word for word. Mm-hmm. But you gotta understand, like before we was cash flows, there was like what twelve of us. We was called Bad Boys Incorporated. Okay. We used to write BBI. I don't know if you BBI, remember. That. We used I to do. write BBI I do everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and then it was just we said, I'll forget that. But we just, you know, this and that. And then when we got got with everybody else, like fat mark, skinny, money on them, one day they just wrote CFP on the wall and they said it what is what it was. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's pretty cool. So we're coming from, I wanna say I think it was Skinny Mark's house. We went to by Patent Park, if I ain't mistaken. So we're walking up Verner. We like, man, it was like me, my brother. There was like six of us. Mm-hmm. Younger. So we get right there by the bank. On English? On English, yep. Young guns just come out of the alley, a car, deep as hell, trying to jump on us. We square up with them, fighting with them. Mm-hmm. Packer, Ayala, and Sardine. Remember they yeah, I remember all that. The brown and gray car. They pulled up, jumped out, put their guns on us, put us all against the wall. Then, you know, we had another instance with young guns. That's when he's like, man, hold on, man. We laying, we laying it down. This is what we're going to be. You know what I'm saying? And that's when we established CFP. But we were spray painting everywhere. A lot of people didn't know what it meant. So we didn't tell nobody. <clears throat> we just said CFP. So for, I want to say a year, year and a half, nobody knew what it was. Mm-hmm. So before we get to the family, a lot of people don't know about ICE. Okay, I remember ICE. ICE I remember seeing ICE. We was ICE. ICE. We mm-hmm. was ICE for like far as like a little group. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like a nation that all the older cats, the VUS boys, wanted us hook up with the young guns. The Camel Boys Incorporated. And what's the other one? Um, what's the other one, B? Man, it was... Uh, I don't know. It was one of them yeah. that didn't last long. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Probably. I don't know. Well, anyway, so we was cool. We had a big party. Didn't last long. Yeah. Underground Syndicate. And then we got into it with the young guns again. And then we just, you know what I'm saying? That's it. We ain't, you know Under what I'm ice. saying? Yeah. As ice. That you're, As ice. Because okay. we was going to, even the young guns was with us. Yep. So, so what did ice stand for? Any city enforcers. Inner city And it was enforcers. all these, it was young, you know what I'm saying? Young guns, Camel boys, Werner West boys and us. Okay. And then all that didn't last long. We, we was like, we, we told Camel boys and the Vernon West boys, look, we we ain't we ain't fucking with them. So they had their little thing, all right, F them. So that's what it was. So we rolled ice for a little bit. You know what? What was it? 89 B or 88, 89, we formed family? 89. 89. We formed family, yeah. Okay. So the teepee. The teepee yes. represents the family sign. Yes. Where did it come from? One of the Old school brothers, a lot of people don't know about him. Name Lester McAllister. We call him, nickname him Hair because his hair was crazy. Okay. Well, his mom was a big religious fanatic. And he got out of her signing symbol book. And the family <coughs> signing was in there. And it, and it showed what it stood for, family. And then it broke it down. 
half of it was man, half of it was woman. And then when it comes together, it forms family. And the circles is the children, what keeps, you know? Okay. All right. And so that's, that's and then he brought that, and we, you know, as always, back in the day, it was no one was. Because yeah, it evolved. It wasn't one, just one person's fault. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, we all had a. So everybody was like, yeah, this yeah. is it. Back in the day, it wasn't, family, yeah. it it wasn't one person, bro. Two persons. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, like I mm-hmm. said, it was the brother. We all agreed on it. You know what no I'm saying? Doubt. So y'all got the CFP now. We got yeah. the family set. We got yeah. the TP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where do the colors? How you get the colors? Well, what no, you're, you skipping, the colors? you're skipping something. Okay. Well, come on. Give the hard dollar sign. The cash flow sign was the first sign ever. A lot the of people heart, don't know yeah. that. The hard dollar sign is the first gang sign that we ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then the family sign, all that other stuff came in the fruition. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I remember the first time I met you guys, you know, I, I lived in Rouge. And at that time, that was all 9-8s. You know what I'm saying? And 9-8s was just... A Rouge gang, you know, everybody from Rouge was a 9-8, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, E-Course had Down River Boys or Down River Bloods. They were DRBs. And, you know, but it was more city gang type shit. Yeah. You know, there was really yeah. no gang signs. Um, they wore a lot of 9-8s, wore a lot of Georgetown, stuff like that. And uh, I remember hearing about the cash flows going on a campaign, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Recruiting all kinds of local gangs to be part of the family, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember it was you, it was Quick, it was Fat Mark, and it was Gage and um, and Shortstop. You guys rode up on me in like a, a station wagon type deal. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I seen y'all and I seen y'all pull up on me, I tried to get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you was like, little bro, come here, come here. Let me, I'll let you, bro. I'm like, mm-hmm. what up, though? You know what I'm saying? You're like, man, this is who we are, man. This is what we trying to do. Make it happen. Put it together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then soon after that, bro, there was a gathering and the 9-8s became, you know, yeah. part of the family. Adopted the family side. And, um, you know, the B-O-Y-Z's, the Southwest Troopers, the Camel Boys. I'm talking about yes, the Lokes. I'm talking yeah. about, like, I mean, GFLs yeah. and the West Side Troopers. Yeah. And, I mean, and everybody in between. Just, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And a lot like, of people don't know this. Like, And these were all, the B-O-Y-Z's, yeah. I mean, these were all just local gangs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, the counts were always thick. The counts were yeah. always powerful at that time. Mm. You had the Cobras, the X-Men, the D-Kings. D-Kings. You know what I'm saying? And, these little uh, all-brands, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know it was a war zone, bro. Yeah. It was a residential war yeah. zone back then. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in the late '80s and '90s, yeah. like shit got real. Like I said, and um, but but the family when that came out, it was like a force to be reckoned yes. with, bro. You well, know we what had- I mean, this shit grew. I mean, bro, this shit went to Port Huron, Ypsilanti, Belleville. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this shit started right on on, on right green. on green, green bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The 2400 block, yeah. and to be able to expand. to network to build to build branches you know what i mean like um you know that's pretty powerful you know what i mean that shows leadership you know what i mean however people may look at it negative whatever it is but that's what it was that was survival it's easy for people to judge but if you ain't walked in the shoes and you ain't lived where I lived and came up how I came up, you just, you'll never understand. You know what I mean? You got to yes. see it to believe yeah. it. But, but believe me when I tell you, you know what I'm saying? The brothers come from the trenches. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and uh, you know, you, you create a, an, an army. 
you know, and uh, well, we did, yeah, because yep. it ain't just there's ain't just one person, two mm-hmm. persons. It's mm-hmm. like I said, a family. And you know what I used to love and respect about your leadership, bro, is the fact that you were hands on, bro. You were a mentor. You know what I'm saying? You. Uh, you were intimate with your family, with your people, with your brothers. You know yeah. what I mean? You would educate, you would teach them, you would talk to them. You know what I mean? Like you were a true leader. You know what I mean? And and I've seen other leadership, people who just sit on the throne. You know what I'm saying? And reap all the benefits. You know what I mean? Of, of being on the throne. And uh, But you guys were very active. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and being involved, you know, with 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 yes. with the youth, with yeah. the young. I was part of that youth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When I met you, and you was like, "Bro, I need you to come be a part of this, bro." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And even though at the time I was flying my nine eight flag, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wasn't hard for me, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Because when it was I, you, Gage, Cisco, and Punky, and when y'all came to me and came to Gigi, Gigi, yeah, and we like, bro. You know, we was already getting money, doing a few things, frog, you know what I'm no saying? Frog, Frog's still around, man. Shout out to Frog, Cajun, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The brothers still around. They family men now. They yeah, doing their yeah. thing, you know. Everybody, you know, got their, uh, you know, everybody's on their journey. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? But, um, you know, just, just the part that, you know, because a lot of us youth, you know what I'm saying, didn't have, you know, uh, male figures like that you know what i'm saying or at least positive ones yeah. you know what i mean and uh you know so to me you gage y'all brothers marty like you guys was the male figures that had impacted me you know what i'm saying like you guys had a, it made an imprint in my life you know what i mean and i felt genuine love yeah. i always felt uh genuine <clears throat> you know respect you know what i mean and uh and that took and that took me you know that made me make my commitment and and took me on a long journey you mm-hmm. know and um you know just the things the things that we had to do to survive yeah. in them times bro you know yeah i remember not too far after that at uh at big's uh house man we had that big <laughs> it was a new year's party b at your crack spot man we had <laughs> Boy, that big, we had that whole apartment building filled up. That's what all you guys came through. It was, but it, that was a good night. Listen, brother, I got so night. many memories of like Werner Stair, Pitt Stair. Like, I mean, like um, the block party. That yeah. was oh, yeah. epic. That was an epic event. Yeah. I think that was the same night they painted like the Virgin Mary on the store right there on yeah. the corner. Yeah. And I actually... We had a lead because they beat up the police. I had to pay the DJ. Then I said pay the DJ more to go down the west side. It was... Yeah, it was so we had all the beer and all the kegs <laughs> in the trunks of the cars. I mean, it was a live block party. Yeah, live. All you seen was blue flags, yeah. blue and black fila coats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and um, the DJs were on the uh, bandos. You know what I'm saying? They were yeah. on the porches yeah, getting yeah. it. And I remember we had a stacking contest. Yeah. It was me, it was Burrito, and it was um, Outback. And we was all going crazy, bro. And in the end, I killed it. I killed I killed it. I won. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
but that was very memorable. You know what I mean? That was that was like an epic event. Lord, nobody had done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was, that, was, that was nice. And then like that was like, <coughs> the days when we were having house parties. Like uh, I remember going to Clemente Hall. You know yeah. what I'm saying? St. Anne's Church in the basement. I mean, even like up and down Central. I think it was the, uh, what's the Loke Brothers stretching on um, Peanut. Yeah. You remember do you, them? Do you, do you remember when we used to go to H-Town? Parties or Halls? And then when the brothers start that chant, do you remember the chant? I don't remember the chant. They used to be like, ain't no niggas like them cash flow niggas because them cash flow niggas be the craziest. And then, it, <laughs> and like I just start that off or somebody start off and it just get louder and louder and louder. You have hundreds and, you know, that's what it, man, it just be just shaking. You imagine just mm. being in the basement or a hall or a club and just. And bro, so many just and the cash flows got so big. Oh, I mean, oh, what about the other one? With cash flow in your asshole. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was all day. Yeah, twenty four seven, two day, four yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, but um, the fuck was I saying? <laughs> fuck was I just talking about? <laughs> talking about the parties and uh, damn, bro, I had it and then I lost it, dog. God dang. But anyways, it was just uh. Uh, no, I was talking about Central over there. Yeah, we were talking about Peanut and them and, and their little spot, H-Town. He used to always be DJing everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, uh, the GI form. GI you know, form, it's yeah. known as, uh, what is it now? The El Bosque. Yeah, him and Solo, yeah. So we had Lafayette DJ Hall him. back in the days, and we had the GI form. And I remember parties at that bitch live. What La about El Rays? You remember El Rays on Lansing and Burner? Form, every time that I could like never make it. Like every time that I'll go there or go to Clement, they're like, nope, turn around or something happened. We can leave. Never been stepped in there. Mm -hmm. Never. Damn. What about El Rays? Do you remember El Rays yeah, that was on Burner and Lansing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. that bro, was back in the days. Funny and, shit. Nope, you ain't coming in here. It was it was funny, bro. Like a lot of places went. Let so it's in. crazy you say that because like my mom, you know, my mom was always tied into the Cubanos. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Cubanos, they used to hold down El Rey. Yeah. You know, one, they, they got this, they got that. So my mom used to have sell the weed at El Rey, mm -hmm. you know, and the Cubans, they would protect my mother, you know. And so I always had the privilege of going in there yeah, and yeah. taking my friends with me. We get to drink for free and they always used to let us go to the back. Yeah. And that's when I was like, damn, like they're having live ass parties with DJs and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was it was dope, you know. And um, and so I wanted to talk about how Count the Cash happened as well, yeah. because that was powerful. Yeah, you know what was, I mean. That was, and and it's still. I mean, and it still is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, I don't know what's going on now, but it's we still there with a lot of a lot of brothers on the CCN tip. A lot new new ones or old ones that's not with it. They not with it. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's. I mean, I got a lot of good brothers that are counts, and there's, I still call my brothers. Just like a cash flow brother. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. My whole family's counts. Yeah. I'm the only one in my family that ain't yeah. a count. You know what I mean? But man. it's all love to them. You know, yes, it's all, always as, you know. But um, so how did we come about with the colors, bro? How did it come about? Yeah, look, see, the blue come in because I was a big favor on that. Because I didn't want green. I hated green. Even though everybody voted for green and white because... Money. money is the color of money. Color yeah. of money. But, you know, I hated Culver's to the death of me. <laughs> so they already yeah. had green. I'm like, we ain't green nothing. Well, no, they green and black. We green and white. No, 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 no. We had, like, many votes of that. And that's when blue. You know, blue always been my favorite color. Yeah. Nobody had blue. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when we come with blue. Okay. Every, well, everybody, we voted on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, we kind of like swayed everybody. Like, well, who won green? Yup. Okay. So you had the green colors. Green and red. Who won green? With what other colors? Are my, you know, ain't gonna be no purple. Ain't gonna be no pink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Burgundy's out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> teal blue, like the D Kings were for a minute there. D, that's what I'm saying. Is the that Kings what they were? Teal, light blue, teal blue. Mm-hmm. Then we was blue and black. Then they went to blue and black because. You know, they knew we were so deep. That's what my mind thinking. I don't know if it's true, but you slide in colors like us and then fake like you us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that's all. Times were hectic back then, though. Yeah. They had, they had a little part of green, what they yeah. called the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. It didn't last long, but yeah, they was they about to it. <laughs> but, um. You know, it's crazy because my uncle, my uncle Gal, man, shout out to my uncle Gal, man, my uncle G. Uh, he lived right there on Beard and Lafayette, bro. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And that's right in the middle of all that shit. Yeah. And that's at the time when they was there. That was they shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, me and my cousin Jaime used to go over there all the time. Yeah. You know, and Jaime, you know, he was Olivet. You know, he's yeah. an Olivet count. And dog, it was just, it was always a problem. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so how did the unity between the cash flows and the counts come about? Well, one of our old friends, Cedro Garza, C-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, his family's living in the neighborhood, and, you know, we was good friends with him. He used to hang out with us, you know what I'm saying, before he turned account. So when he was a count, and then, you know, but peace, and also, rest in peace, also, Big Bear. Okay. Big Bear, also Big Bear. Mm-hmm. When he was going out with Shorts and Connie. Okay. And so him and C-Man together in Shadow, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Shadow. That's a good brother, too. Mm-hmm. Man, love that brother. Anyways, make a long story short, they was like, man, why are we beefing with these? You know what I'm saying? They was talking about beefing with these guys. We're all, you know what I'm saying? So funniest thing, like, I'm going to tell you something funny. I will sneak out. Do whatever to go do hits, go do that, beat up people. But the day they had that meeting, you know where I was at? Where? Grounded. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Grounded. Hell no. I didn't mess with mom. Police, I didn't care about you. Enemies didn't care about you. But when mom laid that law down, boy, mom wasn't for no games. Okay. I was grounded, so I couldn't, like she was right there. So it was like during the day, you know what I'm saying? Like five, six o'clock, they'd be in that. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't be there, man, because I was grounded. Mom was on my ass. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I used to laugh. I was like, man, I ain't scared about nobody. But my mom, Hell ooh, yeah. back in them days, <laughs> she was at rule, bro. But uh, that was funny. Then I remember uh, another couple situation. They said, bro, where were you at? Man, we was coming for you. He was like, come in. I was like, man, I couldn't get out the house. I was grounded. <laughs> it was funny, yeah, but. Uh, so. Whose idea was it? Why did it come together? And, bro, that when once once we had the CCN to count the cash nation, mm-hmm. bro, it was like unstoppable. Yes, you know what I'm yes. saying. But like anything, you know what but I you, mean. Yeah, and, like and, like anything. Not to blame one person. Mm-hmm. C man went to juvie. A big also bear got locked up. You know what I'm saying. And then, rest in peace, Shadow got killed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And a few other guys, like, you know, it started winning. And then Chocolate gets up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had respect. We had respect for him. But I don't think he liked us, like, really. 
like it was. You know what I'm saying? Respect was there both sides, but yeah. But ever since he came home, it was you know. I mean, it was always respect going both ways. But when all them brothers got locked up, you know what I'm saying? She just kind of faded away. But we all all love for CCN was always there, and Jaime. Oh, Jaime. sorry, Jaime. I I'm, almost forgot you, but Jaime was a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. Fat we Scott. always was at his house, corner on Lafayette party. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Definitely. He was always a part of it. He was mm-hmm. like, when Taz got killed, we'd do a big party at his house for it. It was like, man, yeah. I don't know, man. I just know that uh, I seen some epic shit happen, you yeah. know, in the community, bro. And, you know, people may judge us to say, you know, uh, you know, like we're out here glorifying the shit. But the you thing know. is, this is a true story. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're talking about truth. That's why it's called Real Everyday People, because these are real people from the trenches, from urban communities who are telling their story. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because what would you have done? You know what I'm saying? If you were me and grew up where I yeah. grew up, what would you have done? You never know what you have done. Yeah. It's easy to judge people when you're in a safe place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine, yeah. But, to, you know, the process we had to school, go through, High school, you walk into your... Walking to school, walking back to school, you fight. Mm-hmm. So all you do is get with your friends and family. Oh, we ain't gonna let nobody hurt us or our family. So and that's how it was. And then it grew. Then we, then nobody was say, "Hey, we're gonna gang members." We was neighborhood. We was you know brotherhood. No one was a gang. Then when all this gang stuff come, we gonna show them how it was done. You know, Azteca Hall used to be yeah. another place yeah. where we used to have big yeah. events, at big festivals. Yeah. And um, you know, I think it's sad and unfortunate that we don't get to get our Mexican festivals and Latin American festivals at Hart Plaza anymore. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if it was funding. I don't know if it was violence. I don't know what it was, bro. But. I think it's terrible because, you know, yeah, that's what brought people there. together. I mean, we used to get people from Saginaw, Pontiac, like Latinos from everywhere. Not just Latinos, but people in general. But, yeah. like, that was, like, that was always, like, an epic event every year that people looked forward yeah. to. And that's an excuse because and, and, you got they, whole-ass techno, techno, techno fest and, festivals you know, and all and, that type of stuff. Have a, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but you know what? They ain't bringing guns and knives. They're not fighting. Everybody's there. They're partying. They're, you know mm. what I'm saying? Us, you get a bunch of people in there. We get drunk. Everybody get the fist fighting. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. somebody gets stabbed and somebody gets shot. And then, you know mm. what I'm saying? That's just how it goes. So, you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, man, it, that happens in any and every urban, exactly. urban city across the exactly. state. You know, it ain't just us, but... You know, we learned so much about life in prison, you know what I mean? So, uh, and you know, to the point where uh, we're accustomed to systematic shit, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, and accountability, because that's what prison teaches you is accountability. You know what I'm saying? Make you responsible for your own actions and your own decisions. And just because you're in prison, don't think that it don't get worse because it does. They got an answer for everything. You could be the biggest I don't give a fuck type dude on there and they got something for you. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's sending you up to Barriga or sending you to Marquette and sitting you up there or putting you in a hole and keeping you in there until they feel like letting you out. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's punishment upon punishment yeah. and you're going to continue to suffer. So, you know, until you learn how to be able to think and how to become yeah. civil, at least know how to survive and move around. That you know shit didn't I mean? bother me, man. I, I'll, whatever. Give me a book. Once I get out my little lay down, I get my TV. Shit, my last 10 years, 11 years, I was in 23 hours lockdown. I, I know, bro. I so know. And, and that's that's right. You did 27 years all yeah. together, bro. Well, excuse me, not my last. I came home in 18, and then I went back to the federal joint. 
Yeah. I mean, what were you home? 90 days? 100 days? 117. 117 days after what? You had 23 yeah, years that's in? Crazy. You know what someone told me? I think, and you was another one of them when I came home. Someone told me, stop. You always count. You was one, and another person was like, stop saying, oh, I've been out these many days. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. You were I came home, and I yeah, <laughs> he was like, quit calculating shit. Mm-hmm. That's the past. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I could and never I, and help I was it. Sick, That's bro, I always do it. I and I always, always like, uh-oh, got 48 days in the wake up to come home. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, that's how I'm used to. You know what I'm saying? But I came home in 2019, yeah. and I was excited because I'm like, damn, I'm going to get to see bro. And by the time I got home, you was already yeah. gone again, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, damn, I was, I was sad for you, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it was just, you know, it was unfortunate because I felt like you had already been through so much 23 years at that time i know and and then got banged by the feds you know what i'm saying and and funniest thing is i got this last shit when i came home i see big i was like light bro see you in five (laughs) like i knew i was doing time but it was funny (laughs) and they kind of wanted to use that you know what i'm saying Mm in the paperwork well he tells his buddy on camera see you in five I was like, I could have meant that could have meant for everything. <laughs> he said, "I love you, bro. See you in five. You know what I'm saying? So he knew he had that. You know, but man, tell us what it's like, bro. I've been to Marquette. I was yeah. in level five. I was only there for thirty days. Yeah, but you did how many years in level five? Altogether, like almost ten years. Ten years, bro. Yeah. So ten years in maximum security. Yeah. What was that like, bro? I mean, what what was that like for you, bro? Well, it's the man. I see. And it was because of your status, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you were what? You you were STG. Yes. Yeah. I was seven and a half. For those that don't know, STG is Security Threat Group. Yeah. If you're a gang member, an active gang member, they put you under the STG status, and they take all your privileges away. And depending on your behavior, they can shoot you straight up to max. Yeah. They don't give a fuck if you. I was seven and seven and a half years ticket free, and just because my name was coming up downstairs, downstate in different prisons or. You guys were doing something at this prison. I was getting blamed for it. Oh, your name was mentioned in the letter. Are you this and that? They said you said this. Like, you know, how people write people. Well, Brutus said this, man. Yeah, I yeah, but it know. just, but yeah, they just kept using it as an excuse. And but me, I ain't gonna lie. I, I like my solitude. I don't mind. I mean, did you like it or did you just get used to it? You know what I'm saying? There you go. That's what that's. You perfect. just got used to got it. Got used to it because because you know you're, you're a leader. You're yes. a networker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like to shake and bake. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Because so as yeah, soon as yeah. they let you out of level five yeah. and let you into a level four, where you was around some humanity. You know what? It's it, it's exactly adapt. I just adapted to it. Yep. And what's my best situation? Because I look at it like this: if I'm gonna do prison or whatever situation I'm in, what do you want to do? You want to live comfortably as you can. Oh, I could do this, maybe more comfortable. I could do this. You know, it wasn't much for me. I had my my bed, toilet, sink. Oh, sink, toilet. And my TV. I didn't need it was much. easy. Yeah, it didn't need much. And it was crazy because when I was in level five, it was a lot of people who liked being there, yes. bro. And as soon as their points started getting low, where they might transfer them to a yeah. lower level, they would act a fool and go to the yes, hole for the next uh, 90 yeah. days to six months yeah. just to stay in max because they didn't want bunkies. Max, yeah. They didn't want to be in a big population. True. Like, they became anti Max back in the days, it was good time. But in 2000, I want to say 2011, 
when they made a lot of prisons MRP programs, mm-hmm. mental health programs, and they start sending these weird yeah, people in there. And bu- man, mess Marquette up. So prison became the dumping grounds for the mentally mental ill. Mental health, yeah. So, every, so, Horrible, so, they, so they were feeding lambs to wolves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was across the whole state, just on yeah. different levels. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But they're just sitting here dumping all these mentally ill people in prison, yeah. and then you know they don't got no sense of you know respect. They can't even comprehend the environment yeah. they're in. And you know, yeah. you know, we were troopers in there, bro. Everything with us was yeah. about space, was about uh, you know, was about respect, and yeah, you know, sure. it was about you know power. You know what I'm saying? And and if you were in there and you was in the way, bro, you was getting ran over. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you know these guys was pretty much dead to the world. They was like the walking dead in there bro a lot of them guys was uh medicated all day every day i remember i used to be a prisoner observation aide at adrian correctional facility bro they had a whole unit of just mummies bro i'm talking about these guys was like the walking dead they only come out to eat and then they go back to their cell bro they barely shower they barely know their name and they had me in there trying to teach these guys and facilitate life skills curriculum to them and these guys sitting there with drool coming out their mouth you know what i'm saying Mm. it was just terrible it was an ugly sight to see you know what I'm saying? And for me, especially because I'm a humanitarian and I don't like to see people in a bad situation like that. But that was the answer yeah. to the problem is, you know what? Just lock them up and put them in yeah. prison. You know what I mean? And then they started to boat us up when we got to tearing their ass up. You know what yeah. I mean? Because we didn't know how to handle them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They came in there. and We just got to doing what we know how to do. Yeah. And then they started tightening up on us, you know, and, and forcing us to conform yeah. to that. You know? Yeah. Same thing with sex offenders, bro. I mean, there was so many sex offenders in there. They had to pretty much create a prison just for them. But on every compound, damn near, they had designated units. units. Two, yeah. Yup, for, just for One them. Or two units, yeah. And, and that was the thing, too, is it, it, that exposed everybody because everybody mm-hmm. didn't, you know what I'm saying? If you didn't know what a guy was in here for, you were going to yeah. know now because every time you go to a compound, hey, they mandatory had to go to them units. The feds now. The fed joints. Back in the day, they didn't play that child muster. Now there's so many of them, sexual cases, predators. They got their own yards and gangs now. They're like, they're, they ain't for no games either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they walk around with knives because there's so many of them. They can't put them where. Mm-hmm. But they got to put them in prison. There's over, at Milan, there's over 400 of them. That's why everybody loves Milan because it's smooth, that little low. But people don't like it because there's so many, you yeah. know, yeah. chomos or sexual predators there so clearly you had a lot of influence in prison so let's talk about 1997 that was the year that the cash flow posse got hit with the rico act yeah okay and uh this was the first street gang the cfp was the first street gang to be hit with the rico act yeah okay and uh you know I mean, damn, we can only imagine how that came about with everything. Because back then, there was a whole lot of shit happening, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? And so these indictments go out. I remember it clear yeah. as day. You know what I'm saying? And there was so many events that were prior to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That brought about this big indictment. Yes. You know? I remember one of the big things that got a lot of attention and was when Gage shot at the police at um, in Port Huron. Yeah. You know, that brought up a lot of attention. Also, I believe there was two Albanian guys in a tracker that had got shot and killed by, I guess they were in the wrong neighborhood, didn't know where they was at, whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? And then all these things had got brought up in this indictment, you know what I mean? And and you never know what you made of, bro, until them indictments come out, you know what I'm saying? Until, until, you know, 
you're, everybody's looking at 30, 30 to yeah. life, you know? And, um, you know, it was just unfortunate to see the ugly truth when people got the folding, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? People folded. People that I never even thought would fold. I'm talking about the, the guys that was doing the most yeah. folded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The ones that talked the most, that did the most folded you yeah. know what i mean so you know we're talking about the rise and we're talking about the fall of yes. the cash flow posse yeah. you know what i mean and you know for people you know even for you young people right now who are joining gangs because you think that that's the way of life bro shit is not sweet i promise you no. you know what i'm saying and you know it's all love and it's all brotherhood but there's also boundaries and limitations yeah. that people have that you might not know about and that's important you need to know about what them limitations are yeah. you know what i'm saying because Everybody don't want to go to prison. Everybody no. ain't going to be want to be held accountable for their actions. No. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't want to leave their girlfriend. Everybody don't want to leave their drug. You know what I'm saying? You got more people that are telling you over drugs because they, they want they high. Or they don't want to leave their girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? No. Or they just don't want to do the time period. You know? But that being said, it's not just us. Every crew, every organization, every drug crew, ain't one person. You go back to the mobs. Every gang. I don't every care Every hierarchy, gang someone's folding in that. Biker gang, street gang, gang mafia, yeah. cartel. All, even in Southwest, look at this. Yeah. Just in the, what, last five years. Look how many times that counts got indicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at all these other gangs getting indicted. All these street gang gangs I never mm -hmm. heard of before. Yeah. But so, it's, it's almost but, like every man for himself listen, now. Now, mm -hmm. I ain't sticking up for nobody. You know, what happened in our crew. Mm -hmm. But there was only seven of us indicted. How many was there of us? How many? 700. How many of the main guys that was there? Now, when we get indicted, we get our thing. We couldn't get all our paperwork. This is before a lot of the deals went down. We couldn't get a lot of our paperwork because they were scared that, you know, houses already got shot, people got killed. They didn't want, you know, saying this and that. Paperwork. All right, they said, uh, what was it, 600 or 700 people went in front of the grand jury on us? 197. Huh? 197. And all together, ambulance, they said it was all together like 600 and something. 600 what witnesses witnesses the ambulance drivers the police i remember i remember they watching said like the news all together you yeah. was in the courtroom and they, and they was well, that was the state you. yeah that was the state when, when they were yeah, pointing yeah, yeah. at you they so, put that shit on the news but i want to say this is all them people went in front of the grand jury and only seven of us got indicted well you know what they so, said you know the I mean, people are so so quick to point the finger oh he this and he that. Yeah, true enough. Okay. A couple of brothers did what they did. True enough. I don't agree with it. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Saying it's right or wrong, but what? Listen, I don't know. I wish I know, but what about all the people who went in front of the grand jury to get us indicted? Where are they at? Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Is, it's, it, it, and, it's and these horrible. were friends. These were yeah. people you grew up. These grew were brothers. These yes. are people we did yeah. put in work together, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we should all been in the same place together because yeah. we all did yeah. everything together. Yeah. 
But when it comes down to the end of it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like people out here, they can tell you what they want to tell you about love, about loyalty, yeah. about commitment, and for all ways, and que yeah. para siempre, que all this bullshit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When it comes down to the come down, and it comes to my life or your life, bro, yeah. people out here are folding, bro. bro you know what yes. I'm saying? They are not. Yes. They are not going to uh, lose what and, they and, got. And, and you, you experience know? the same thing. I'm out now. Oh, I love you. Or this or that. But where was you all the years? My mom and stepfather and the bros that, you know what I'm saying? They got out of prison was looking out for me. All the guys that was out for years and years doing good never received nothing from you. Mm-hmm. Then most of no disrespect to nobody, but most of you guys come to me for help. Motherfucker, I'm trying to get on my feet. And it's horrible. Remember, I wouldn't be out there long. I'm like, bro. Remember I told you we had a little talk? I'm like, bro, people are coming to me, asking me for help. And this is the it's, thing, it's, bro. It's, it's, I'm trying to get on my feet. You want me to, a yeah. source of influence so people, hey, this person people did this are going to utilize person, like, you. I tell people man. all the time, use me, but just don't abuse me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I, I don't got no problem doing anything for them, but sometimes uh, it irks me sometimes. Like, I just sit back and, you know, talk to a couple brothers, talk to my wife and, you know, you or something. And then I just get back reality. But man, please, one thing, everybody, brothers, so-called brothers or friends, friends, leave me alone with that fake love. You come with that fake shit, please leave me alone. Because I'm the same one who will put you on the floor with that stuff. And I will call you on it. So don't say shit to me. Don't say you're going to do something for me and you don't do it. Because a broken promise to me. No, never mind. But anyways, yes, I hate that (laughs) fake love stuff, man. You heard it, baby. You heard it. I, I, I hate that. No, yeah, I mean, no doubt about it, man. Because, you know, but this is that's the thing. why the circle, I, I ain't the mad circle, I hang with the I, circle. I, I, I ain't mad at nobody, bro. When I came home from prison, bro, I came with so much peace in my heart. Yeah, because Happy I, 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 I came home because I said, you know what, everything that happened to me was because I put myself there. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Everybody who lied to me, everybody that betrayed me, anybody who snitched on me, anybody that set me up, anybody that did any whole yeah. shit to me, I always stayed solid. Yeah. You know what Smile I'm saying. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, that's you. That, that's on you. Yeah. It's not on me, bro. Because yeah. I know I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, so if so. I don't want them problems, I just don't engage no more I, yeah. i'm not a part of that shit no more so i don't have to worry about yeah. it because i already know i'm an expert i know what yes. comes with the yeah. shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying you read that shit yeah I lie. when i came on first time i come on whistling dixie i mm-hmm. had a smile on my face having fun going out every time this time happy mm-hmm. there ain't nothing can get me off my square but the thing about it bro is no matter I'm what trying, bro I'm, I'm trying I, to I, I never ref- i never forget the fact that i went to prison for a murder case somebody died behind my actions you know what i'm saying so i don't know whose son who uncle whose brother is out there somebody could be watching anything you know what i'm saying i I pray a lot i got god with me that's why i walk like a giant and i had peace in my life but at the end of the day i can't sleep you know what i'm saying because you never know bro you know what i'm saying and uh i'm definitely not the person that i was then you know what i'm saying today and uh you know if i was to die tomorrow man i'd die a happy man because i know every day i do my best to be my best you know what i'm saying and and you know, and I, you know, I know when I came home, a lot of people didn't know what to expect. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And remember how I was telling you about like people. Some people thought chaos was going to come back home. That was my nickname, chaos mm-hmm. with a K. And mm-hmm. um, you know, so when I come back home, 
people thinking that's who they're going to get. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? But I came home grown, bro. I came home bro, peaceful. I'm happy, bro. I'm proud of you, bro. Focus, you know what Glad I'm saying? to have you as a brother, bro. You good dude, bro. No doubt, man. Oh, man, love, Jeez, man. I'll, I'll, always, I'm going to tell you, bro. Even you when know. we was on the inside, we was on yeah. the inside <laughs> together. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. We was in two different levels. Yes, but every yard, we hit the gate. We building. Yeah. We politicking. Yeah. They would not let me and Brutus on the same no. yard. No. I had too much influence. He yes. had too much influence. Remember the day the day you was supposed to come on our yard? They sent me to level four. I was in the hole. They would not let me in out of the hole until they put you in. Didn't catch no ticket. Didn't catch no ticket. He 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 said they let me know you was on your way over. Yup. They sent me to the damn vite. What do you call it? Level four. Warden. The warden and I was like, hey, you're here for review. We're sending you level four. You shouldn't have been here. What the fuck? And then. I knew it. As soon as they told me you moved over the same day, I said, oh, they want me and bro together. There was no way they was going to put us on the same yard, bro. And, and I then, do you know five, six months later what happened to me? So listen, oh my I was God. just telling my wife, I said, baby, he didn't have no ticket. They had him in level four, <laughs> yeah. round unit, yeah. hardcore. That's yeah. hardcore yeah. level four. Yeah. I said they tricked my brother Brutus, man. Yeah. He had been putting in to get downstate because you wanted to go get downstate, get some visits, go to level two. Yeah. They told you they were going to send you to level two. Ooh. Listen, bro, I was on the yard. When Man you came on. out with your property, everybody, the whole yard was, was clapping. Cheering. The yeah. level four yard, the level two yard. Yeah. Everybody was clapping and cheering for him because they thought he was going to level, level two. two. And, and then rotten, rotten ass administration Sent you back to level five, bro. Yeah, put me back on. SF2. Told you they were sending you downstate yeah. to level two, and then sent you to level five. You know, I swear, God, I still, I still want to sue them because if you get wherever you at, if they if they put you in SG two, they post it. If I'm in like level four, level two, they're supposed to put you in a hole, pack your shit, then ride you out. They told me I'm going to level two. Pack your, pack your. I took my own shit. I said, oh, I can't believe it. Then they put the handcuffs on. I'm like, oh shit! They was like, oh, you're going to, um, not Cameron's. What's the other one? Newberry or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Newberry. It was like that's where it's going. I'm like, okay, go Newberry. Man, hour later the sergeant comes. Indian dude. He was like, hey, walk. I'm like, what's up? He's coming. He's like, sorry, dude. I said that black box. I'm like, nah. Man. He's like, yeah, man. They SGG too. I said, man, the counselor told me I'm going that's level terrible, two. Yeah, bro. bro. That's Damn. terrible. But yeah. you remember, see, this was the thing that they always told me and what made people like us dangerous. Yeah. They said, anybody who can stop a war can start a war. Yeah. And that's what makes you dangerous when you're more influential than, than them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like on word, if we shot word by morning, by breakfast, by lunchtime, bro, we could have that yeah. yard and everybody yeah. standing on that yeah. yard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They seen you politicking. Yeah. And that's they what seen they you said. shaking they hands, yeah. hugging people, yeah. politicking. Yeah. You know what I'm that saying? That was the only reason they said I was bringing unity among the Latinos and the gang members. Yeah. Listen, bro. It was, it was, I mean, it's powerful. We're not glorifying the negativity, but we're acknowledging the yeah. true leadership, the true influence that brothers yeah. like us have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't just people from our community. Yeah. We was out there with everybody, with yeah. every nationality, from every yeah. religious group, from every gang, from every side of town. Yeah. And we and they were saluting us on them yards. Yeah. You know what and, I'm and, saying? And, they was breaking it, bread with us, showing us and love. And it wasn't like this TV shit you'd be saying. Prison is real. No, for <laughs> real. Yeah, yeah. You got war starting over a noodle. 25 cent Roman noodle war starting over no doubt man yeah. but I'm just so crazy, happy bro. bro that we made I'm it so through all that it, shit man you know what I'm saying and you know but even the experience after doing 23 years coming home and just 
a bad decision, being in the wrong place yeah. at the wrong time. That's all it takes, one time, yeah. man, and you and, and, and it's a wrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, my advice to you, you know what I'm saying, is if you're on parole or if you transitioning and you're trying to live a different kind of lifestyle, everything that you do has to coincide with that, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to live a good life, you want to have a job, you want to get a car, you're trying to get a house, you're trying to get married, you're trying to do things, you can't be hanging at the motherfucking yeah. bar with all the bros getting drunk yeah. and ready to get off into some sure. shit. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to hear that it can't happen. Because yep. this happened to me. It, yes. And it I did. never thought it could happen, you know? Yup. I came home, found love, I'm working. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm mentoring people. Like, it's it can happen, man. And people are, there's people out there that will help you, you know? Absolutely. Back in the day, we didn't have no help like that. You know what I'm saying? These young kids and older guys take advantage of this, man. So many jobs, like I hear everybody, oh, I can't get a job. You can't get a job in Detroit, Michigan. Something's wrong with you. Like, Listen, man. That's laziness. Shout out to my man Juan Ortiz and the Ortiz family, yes. Jake and Josh. Juan, salute you, brothers, man. Yeah. Much love to you, Juan. Thank you so much. Ain't so no Juan, doubt, Juan, he's the recruiter spokesperson for the Carpentry Millwrights uh, uh, Union. Um, he's already helping brothers getting out of prison he's helping brothers get off the streets he's training you he's he's uh yeah. he's he's putting you in placement for job uh yeah, for sir. jobs like man like he's really helping out and um you know that's that's what the network is about that's yeah. what building healthy relationships and and come to find out you know my mom and his him and his family and my family they all grew up together you know and and you know here it is me and his son are in prison together and you know when i was way up north bro juan ortiz was was bringing my mom, my kids oh, wow. to come see me way when I was up, uh, up at Earth, you know, yeah. way way in Kinchelow, Michigan, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Five, six hour drives, you know, everywhere. Everywhere I was at, I've been to like three joints with Jake, you know what I'm saying? And his dad was always bringing my family. And, you know, if it wasn't for him, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it would have been impossible for me to yeah. see my family, bro, when you're that far away, you know what I'm saying? We passed the Mackinac Bridge. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we got through it, bro, and we're here today, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, we still have to be mindful, bro, of not only the decisions we make, but about the decisions that the people around us around make. Around us, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because they could be into some shit that could affect you. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? And impact your life in yeah. some way or another. That's why I tell people, be be mindful of what your friend's strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got friends who just like to get drunk and fight. If that's not yeah. what you want, then you got to stay away from that person. <laughs> yeah. Deal with them when they're sober. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got guys who like to carry guns all the time. Yeah. Eventually, something's going to happen. He going to get shot or he going to shoot somebody and you're going to yeah. be right there with him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So think about that shit. Or you driving, he don't tell you he got a gun on him. Or he don't tell you the car stole, or he don't tell you yeah. he got shit on him, yeah. and then he ain't got no yeah. license, and you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. all that type of Mickey Mouse shit, bro. Yeah. Who you're just sitting that's here. Why you gotta, that's why you got to know who your circle is and who you're like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Who has your best interest in it. And that's, that's how I am right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's what prison taught me was circumstantial yeah. love and unconditional there love. You go. And that's why I came home like not angry or not, not feeling like anybody no. owed me anything. No. It was a life lesson. Yeah. It was a life lesson I learned. I, I know who was who and what is what now. Yeah. And I had to learn it through suffering. I had to go through a mm. lot of shit to obtain the knowledge yeah. that I know. People that don't know me, was like, oh, look at this regular guy. He happy as hell. You know what I'm saying? They don't know me, who I was. If you just look at me and don't know I'm Brutus or Robert Walker, this and that, you think, oh, I'm just a regular Joe because I'm, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I don't rock around my mug tore up. 
Well, mm-hmm. that I don't know of. Some people yeah. say I got a mean face, but I don't know. But uh, and and you know, both even, times I come home, bro, I, I was happier than a schoolgirl kid. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I was just smiling, happy, like. So I know even when you first came out, you know, and we talk about this transition back into society, you know, everybody wants to know, is Brutus coming home? Is oh, yeah. Robert coming home? Yeah. Who who we going to get when we get home? <laughs> and yeah. that's when I told you, make a decision on how you want people to address you. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? If you let them call you Brutus, they're going to expect Brutus out of you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they call you Robert, yeah. Then they know that you standing on on yeah, Robert. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh because it makes a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not only when people acknowledge you, but but who 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 Brutus represents. Yeah, yeah. That, you yeah. know? And like like you said, a lot of people will lean on you yeah. because everybody know what Brutus can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're aware of your power. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people want to draw from the well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's even more important to know, you know, who you got around you, what their intentions are, yeah. and that everybody has your best interests at heart. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, bro, with everything you've been through, bro, I feel like you should be in cruise control right now, man. Yeah, I am. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we coming home, we building lives for ourselves, you know what I'm saying? We building the life that we want, yeah. you know? And... uh but we endured a lot of suffering from that shit. A lot of our brothers oh, did. Yeah. A lot of our brothers yeah. been to prison. There's brothers we still got who are suffering in there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Free my brother Joker. Free Dario. Free yeah. Mike Banks. Like all them brothers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're serving life bids. Yeah. I pray one day they all come home. But the reality of things yeah, is one. they might Dude, not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gage all day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like these brothers are, you know, they, they could die in prison if yeah. they don't get a shot. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, so the shit is really real. Silva, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he got two lads. Yep, two brothers, both brothers. Solid C, that's my bro. I, man, I did mad time with him. Bro. He was like, supposed to get out, and then they said the fans indicted him on some shit that happened in prison. Yeah, so, you know, if, if you guys are in prison and you guys are yeah. still doing this shit, yeah. the feds are still yeah, indicting think, people yeah. out here from yeah. the shit that they're doing in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you can't get away from the shit, man. You mm-hmm. might as well get your shit together and and pick another path because if not, man, the, at the end of the day, man, that's what the results are gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 the worst part about it is the ones who fuck over you is always the ones that you never think will. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, my whole life, bro, I've been fucked over by the people that I love and trusted the most. Yeah. You know? And and that shit could have made me bitter. That shit could have yeah. turned me into a bad person. But it didn't, bro. It made me strong because yeah. I understood that it was me. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't change people, bro. You can't change nothing that's going on. You the one no, that's got to yeah, change. Yeah, you sure. got to be the one to be strategic and know how to maneuver in this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dog, man. Motherfucking Brutus, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about life now, bro. Like where you at with life? You did your bid. You yeah. fucked up. You went back. You came back. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you got a good job. Like I said, shout out to Juan Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just got married. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you got a lot of positive things going on in your life, yeah. bro. You got good people, good support system. Yeah. Shout out I'm to try- all I'm the brothers. To, yes, I'm, t- I'm just, you know, waiting for what comes. I'm trying to take it slow. But sometimes it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Everything can't be thrown at you. But I'm learning to be... Uh, Ride cruise control right now, you know. 
And you know what, bro? The best advice, even though I know it's cliche, man, but at the end of the day, you just got to take it one day at a time, yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? What life I'm life is a process. Control. I'm trying. It's a growing. It's a, you know, we got to go through the growing yeah. pains. You know what I'm saying? It's like, at the end of the day, we got to give ourselves credit, bro, because yeah, that's one thing sure. I don't do. I'm I'm, the, I'm, a, I'm my own worst critic. I'm hard on myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and I hate it because I feel like I deprive myself of the opportunity of enjoying what I have because I'm just wanting more and more and more and I want to yeah. do more. I feel like I've accomplished so much already in the four years that I've been home. I'm like, I want to do better. I want to do more. I want to have more. You know what I'm saying? And then like when shit don't work out that way, it gets frustrating. You know what I mean? I just be so inspired by so much, by so many people. I just, you know, like I said, people eat with their eyes, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm only human. I like nice things. I want to live a good ass life. You know what I'm saying? But it's like after a 17 year setback, bro, it's like, you know, and, and them 20s, them years of being 20 and 30, bro, that's when people are living their lives. So by the time they're 40, they in cruise control. Yeah. You know, I got out at 40, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I still want that life, though, you know, because yeah. back then I didn't even know what future looked like. I didn't know what life looked yeah. like. I knew I was living for the day because tomorrow wasn't promised, bro. Yeah. You know? Well, I can say one thing, though. That's talking to the people that are listening, our friends and family. If you have any friends, family, girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands that's locked up, even if you just write a few sentences, send them words, send them a card, like you don't know how much that had done, better do to you, a picture. You know, I got a lot of family that love me, a lot of friends that love me, but these last two years I was, last two, well, last four years, almost four years, three years, and like nine months almost nine months there you go calculating shit. i probably i probably got like 12 letters most of it was from mom and them you know what i'm saying and you know i know homies the homies you know homies they gonna send money you know that's regardless but man just a letter telling your homie hey dog thinking about you or hey babe you know what i'm saying because there's females that are locked up too a lot of females are locked up too so i i'm not just gonna put it up on the men but man i'm just telling you from a man's point of view, and I've been there, man, write your people that's locked up, your dad, your uncles, your family. I'm telling you, you know how it make it a better place. You know what was crazy to me, bro, that I had family and friends mm -hmm. who had the audacity to be mad at me because I didn't come visit them when I got out. I say, you some of my bitches. Yeah. I've been gone 17 years and I ain't had not nine nada not a visit, not a nine nada letter, not a nine nada yeah. nothing. And you mad at me because I'm home and I ain't come visit you? Yeah, then we got to wait for a while. Man, we you better shut your then ass. we have to wait for so long to come visit them, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's all love, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like but all stop the brothers, playing, man. All the brothers you mentioned, Dario, Mike, and all of them, I want to send a shout out to my cousin Jason, man. Keep oh, your head up, love man, you. Yeah, my brother, I love you. Yeah, man, man. he caught Dang. a murder case while he's in prison. In federal prison, in federal they prison. stomped out a, a, yes. a, a child molester. Yes. Stomped out just, a child molester. Two of them killed one. And just because he one. rode with a guy that he was with, because he liked this guy. Yep. So you know what I'm saying? Love you. We're here for you. Never forget you. And just all the brothers that's locked up, man. Yep. Me and Jay did time yeah. together. Shit, we was at Pugsley together, bro. Even the, even the guys I don't like. He was another one. He, Friends, man. I was supposed to keep come your head home. Up, that's I was supposed up. to tap in with him and you. By the time I got here, bro, you guys was both gone yeah. again. I said, God dang, bro. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. But, hey, we here now, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm bro, saying? I'm, listen, I, can, I, I can't be in a better place. only better place is, is, is 
move move and get a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it. Get, move out the neighborhood. But you, besides that, though, I know I know one can take my happiness. My man, yeah. I'm married. I'm in love with my wife. I'm happy. Like I'm working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it. Got good friends, family. That's it, bro. That's it. That's 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 a good life right there, yeah, man. Sir. You know, I mean, and and coming from where we come from, bro, we weren't supposed to make it, man. They yeah. was trying to give us natural life bids, yeah. man. We supposed to be in or prison forever yeah. or kill us. Yeah. yeah, we supposed to be dead, yeah. man. We was in the streets, you know. Lord knows. You know, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't take shit for granted, man. Every day I wake up with a positive mindset. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm grateful for everything I have. And I want to live my life yeah. to the damn fullest, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, every day, dog, I, I want to be... I want to be happy, and I just want to, um, you know, I just want to grow. I want to continue to grow. Yeah, you know, especially financially, you because have, man, yeah. because it's that, coming, bro. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, Good life is demanding, man. Yes. I don't give a fuck. We bend the corner right now. It's gonna cost us fifty. Oh we yes, gonna sir. want ice cream, some gas money, a sandwich. Uh, somebody's selling cookies. Some, you know, what I'm saying, like me and my lady went to I don't know what what restaurant or fast food place we went the other day. It was like $27. It was just me and her. You know, I'm like, God <laughs> damn. Man, I'm like, I said, the... did they say $27? He was like, I think so. I'm like, oh At White Castle, God. though. You know what I'm my saying? You're like, White Castle? You could throw a party Bro, with I'm like, when I locked up, shit, $10, we get, we all eating. Yeah, that's what I'm Man. saying. $10, everybody eating from White Castle. Shit, $10 <laughs> to get you three burgers, a pop, and some cold Damn, fries. Ain't no doubt. But uh, I tell you what, man, I love it, though. I love being able to eat what I want to oh eat because that was God. a point in our life, man. We, yeah. we was limited, you know, to st- to store uh store yeah. items, you know. I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I still catch myself, like, you know what I'm saying? I still do. I damn, I'm do. hungry. I'm like, then I got to wait on it. Then you sit there like, man, you can go to the damn fridge right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I figure, like, meals got me come to me. I'm so used to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, oh, I can. I still be know. doing noodles, yeah, be catching stick, myself. chips. Yeah. I still be doing my little prison dudes, get me <laughs> off craps real quick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's quick and easy. Yeah, I did yeah. the, uh, for my wife and her, her nieces, nephews. We did a big And her one. son, I did a little nacho do. You know what oh, I'm did saying? they? Yeah. Did they like it? She was it? like, get what you want. And she was so happy that I was going to cook, right? So I did a little nacho do. And so it was funny. Man, I, did, I remember the first one I made uh, when I came home, man. I had the whole family, and uh, I whipped up a whole. It was Man, that was so table. big. I seen that. Oh, yeah. that was the one for H's birthday with Marty okay. Stretch yeah. and Shortstop and everybody. That was a long table, bro. That was huge, yeah. And man. everybody's looking like they're confused because they see me putting honey on that bitch, barbecue yeah. sauce, jalapenos, meat sticks. They like... That shit don't even look like it's until they shit. eat it. They like, damn, it's sweet, sure. it's sour, it's this, it's that, it's salty. It's like use five different bags of nachos. I be whipping it up, bro. Yeah. I'm hungry now. I want sun up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know, man. Like, like, uh, what, you know, what does the future look like for you, bro? Like, what is it that you want to do with yourself? Like, you know, at the end of the day. Um, you know, what do you want the future to look like for you? Man, I'm just trying to grow physically, mentally, and, and financially. Like, you know, I got a couple of ideas, you know what I'm saying, that but takes money, to, you know, to make the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes, there's sky the limit. Like, something might come up tomorrow or the next day, but, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just trying to win at all costs, man. What do you think about the hood today, bro? 
coming home and just seeing the hood yeah, how it is today. Bro. I mean, even like it's crazy because the first yeah. place I ate was El Nacimiento when I first came home. Yeah. The first night I came home, I ate El Nacimiento. I loved it. It's been my favorite restaurant, but more so I'm like, damn, it's right here on Staring Burner. Yeah. My hood. Our stomach ground. Yeah. Our, you know what I'm Remember saying? Used to be a party this store, used to a hardware be a store. store. Then a hardware store. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. And, um, and then, like, I remember driving down Vernon, and I seen scooters and bikes, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. don't they know that this shit's going to get stolen? Somebody going to steal this <laughs> shit? I'm like, I know they ain't got shit just laying around because, yeah. shit, when I was coming up, they was taking aluminum siding off your house. Yeah, and the neighborhood looks the scrappers just, and the like, dope beans. And, it looks good now, but I came on 2018. I couldn't, like, like damn, neighborhood looks good. Man, these you know boys got many mansions in the yeah, hood, bro. These like, Mexicanos, though, they doing their thing, bro. Really nice, they bro. bought them houses, fixed them. They bought all them burnt-down lights. Lots, fenced them bitches yeah. in, started businesses. They got restaurants, yeah, trucks. Man. They got concrete company, yeah. roofing company. Like, bro, you name it, they doing it, landscaping, everything, yeah. bro. And, and bro, that I mean, the, every corner you turn, bro, there's business. Yes. There's business popping off. That's what I like, Elotes, man. paletas, yeah. taquerias, yeah. tortas, like... Like, I seen this shit earlier in my life because I used to live in East L.A. That was the first time I ever seen a yeah. taco truck. Then I lived in Chicago, so I seen a lot of that. But I always wondered, like, damn, why the fuck this shit ain't in Detroit yet? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we was, like, late on that shit. But when I came home, man, in 2019, like, that shit was everywhere, bro. And I loved it. Even the art, yeah. the culture of art and the paintings and the murals. I was like, damn, because I had only ever seen that shit in Cali and Chicago. I never seen it in Detroit. And I love it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love seeing the neighborhood yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. You didn't get a chance to go to the Grand Prix, did you? No. No, okay. Yeah. I went through it. Like, I, the, one of the days I was coming home. I was coming off the freeway went up Jefferson. And I'm like, where I go? Well, you know, I'm trying to go the back way to go Jefferson and come up, you know what I'm saying, on 4th mm -hmm. Street. He's like, buddy, you're in the middle of the Grand Prix. You got to go that way. <laughs> that was Friday coming home from work, right? So I was like, I had to go the long way. Hell it was funny. No. Then I told the wife, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm on this side flying. And then I just, I don't know, next thing I know, I'm, I'm passing up Springwell's exit. And I had a man come up, Schaefer, come all the way up, Diggs. Oh, yeah, because once you miss that. She was like, what's up? Once I was you like, miss man, Spring Wells, you got to go yeah. all the way down All of them, Schaefer. Yeah, it was funny, man. Hey, you went for a joy ride, man. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, you shouldn't have been going too fast. I was like, no, I was on the left side. I said, I was coming over, and I, you know, I wanted this. Daredevil, what was that? Evil Knievel? I wanted yeah. it, but I'm like, nah, I, ain't, I probably won't make it. Hey, do you know, <laughs> when I came home, bro, I think it was a year or two ago, a guy jumped the damn bridge. Was it the Bayside Bridge, Marty? Oh, that was... When uh, the guy did the Dukes of Hazzard on the that? Bayside that was, Bridge uh, over there? Hold on, I know who did that, uh... Yeah, just man, they that. showed it on the news. The guy, they showed it on the footage. The camera, oh, I, boy, I, that I, guy... I, and he went over, he made yeah. it, too. i tell you who did that, uh, that's crazy, man. Trouble, I know who did that. Yeah, yeah. man, that that's wild, bro. Yeah. And you know, I always thought about it, but I would never act on. it. I was like, damn, I wonder what would happen if I sped yeah. up if I. Because you know, it. you remember we grew up with the Dukes of Hazard days, so yeah. Hell you know. yeah! Come on, yeah. Bowen Duke. They're always jumping over something, so yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. I tell you what, man. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to highlight about, you know, when I was talking about Stair and Werner is mm -hmm. just that how that whole that whole hood was ran, you know what I'm saying? Like 
with structure, bro, from yeah. the apartments on pit to, yeah. I mean, like I was telling my wife, like, you know, we used to have shit put up everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we'll have a pile of bricks there. We'll yeah. have a rifle here, a gun yeah. put here. We'll have mattresses. Yeah. You grass, know what I'm saying? You pull up the grass, guns are under there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah I, I just... seen pull some siding pull out the, the siding house and pull the brick out yeah, and pull this in. out and uh we had yeah, ladders yeah. we had ladders that you climb up to apartments and go up there yeah, yeah. or we had debris like if the police the was chasing ways, us in yeah. the yeah, yeah, through the gangways we could throw shit so the cops couldn't get yeah. you know get past it like like bro that was some kind of an intelligence bro yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying for you know and we was young as hell yeah. you know what i'm saying like even like communities that they live in you know what i'm saying i'm like man these used to be my stomping grounds yeah. you don't even know the shit that we used to do in these yeah, streets yeah. you know what i mean and uh like i said it's not about glorifying it it's just about the influence the power how you know the structure how militant we were at them times you know yeah and I remember Marty gave me a ride home, bro. Marty, I think he had a, a blue van back in the days. And uh, I think it was a light blue van. Red. Was Bur it a red a Reddish van? and burgundy. It was like a couple. Of I never things. seen red then. I only seen blue. So everything was, was blue. Then. <laughs> nah, boy, shit. But yeah, it was the van. And I was like, and we was leaving that block party that well, That night. van right there. If you wasn't with us, you seen that van coming, You was they was gone. <laughs> they was running, you hear me? They yeah, wasn't running. Yeah. They they was on point because they knew what was coming. <laughs> they see that van coming, that van, that blue, that uh, blue, uh, that blue uh, Bronco, and then that blue the Blazer, Blazer yeah. and then also the the blue Thunderbird. They see that blue Thunderbird coming. They already know what time it is. <laughs> I remember that one, bro. Yeah. yeah, man, good times, man. But you know, Marty was a good brother, mate. Took me all the way to Rouge, even after the old party. I was like, dog, I got to go home. But, um, yeah, I got a lot of good memories, man. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, my brother Gigi, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the other brothers that we've lost, man. You know, Fat Mark, uh, yeah. you know, Q-Ball, just, you know, all the, all these brothers, man. Just talking about it, just bringing back a lot of memories, yeah. man. I got them. Yeah. I, shit, I got all the, all the, all the graves you know. on me. I got Lolo, Tess. Fat Mark, Snoop, yo, Lolo for Monty, sure, you know what I'm saying? Iceman. Snoop, yo, yeah. yo. Iceman, that was a good brother too, man. Yeah. Last time I seen Iceman, I was with Frog and all them guys. It was at Hart Plaza. That was it another was one, that, man. Real good guy, man. Yeah, Iceman was always Iceman, a good man. Dude, He'll teach man. you too. He was a good dude, yo. Yeah. Remember the Street Boys? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Square yeah. Boys, Street Boys. We still, we, still, we still mess with Street Boys. They're cool. Yeah, man. yeah. See man, at, at the bars and stuff. Yeah, it's you know, just uh, shout out to Patchy real quick. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Little man, what up, dope? Yeah. And, and just you know, and see, and and these were all homegrown. You know what I mean? Oh, and, we can't forget about Ramsey. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. But uh, you know, I just love the hood, man. Seeing seeing its growth, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And man, I was driving by. I was I was in a workshop today because we're trying to change some policy. I'm trying to get a get a procedure implicated in um in how they do intake when 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 people leave their respective county jails and they go through Jackson quarantine and they get evaluated um so i so one of the things that helped me when i went in and when i got out is that um one of the legal beagles asked me if i had child support debt and i told him i did so he said listen you should write the friend of the court and write the front desk and tell them to give you a letter of proof of incarceration. That way you can send it to the friend of the court mm -hmm. and they can stop charging you for child support. So I did that. And when I did that, they stopped charging me. 
So um, prior to me getting out of prison, like um, maybe I think maybe a year or six months prior to me getting out, I wrote a letter to the friend of the court to forgive my debt, you know, because I had been gone for 17 years. So they forgave my debt. Wow. And when I got out, I had a zero balance on my on my um, on my child support. So once I got a job, I was able to get a bank account. I was able to build credit. I was able to do all wow. these things that I wouldn't have been able to do, you know, because, you know, child support, bro. I mean, you know, it's 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 hard enough right now coming, you know, transitioning back into society, trying to get a job, trying to get on your feet, trying to buy a vehicle, yeah. get an apartment. First of all, you ain't going to qualify for it because, you know, you got, um, you know, child support debt or if you got a felon, yeah. that's a barrier for you. It's so it's a hard, hard thing for people to get housing. Let me tell you how they play me now. I, I remember you were to telling hit me, me. They hit me on child support. I just talked about they your story on, today. Yeah, they, at said the on, they said I owe $62,000. So I went to the federal court. The federal court at that day, it was a job fair. They had job fair, job people everywhere. Well, they also had a lady with child support. So my pro officer was like, hey, you owe child support? I was like, I don't know. I don't know if they filed it. They could. I said, they sent me letters. But, I, you know, every time I got out, they never had a warrant for child support or nothing. He said, like, go over there and ask that lady right there. Give her your name. and She'll look it up. It'll come up. So she was like, yeah, you got a 91 case. She was like, but she said, you say you owe $62,000. I'm like, oh, yeah. She was like, if you sign this paper right here, we'll knock off 15 grand. And uh, so to break it down to like 38,000 and something, whatever she said. So I signed it, right? So I tell my parole officer, because he didn't tell me to him. He was like, oh, that's good. I get this job at Dakota. I was making, you know, what do you call that? Yeah. The dashboards? Yeah. Well, anyways, so child support start taking out of my thing. So, okay, boom, cool. Then got fired, a little fired at, at that job. Well, kind of, yeah, quit fired. So, anyways, stopped working there. So, a month later, I get a job where I'm at now, construction. Why they sent me a thing was like, you write us. You owe $64,000. I'm like, how old $64,000? This started out $62,000. Now you said I'm going to owe $64,000. The arrangements, whatever they said, the arrangements, because I owed, since I haven't been working, because they, uh, they, I owe two ninety seven a month I was paying. So they add all the, the month I missed, they added that up, and then they add their little tax when you miss. But when that lady did it at the courthouse, she was like, I don't know how th th they can get away with this. She was like, but it's on here. I got locked up in 96. Wasn't on child support when I got to prison. They started my child support 2001. Five years after I was in prison. And you charged me all that money. You can't do that. I told your story today in my workshop. Wow. I told your story today. Yeah, I so told now him, I'm I said, like, I said, this guy didn't even have child support debt, no. and they charged him years after he was in prison yeah, and started charging him that. for it. That's why I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't got no money like that. But I'm like, man, I, they're telling me if you want to fight this, you want this, or like. Right now, I'm like... But see, this is what I want them to do. I want them to implicate the question. Like, when they ask you about psychiatric, about meds, about health care, about me mental health, and all that type of stuff, 
add, put in there, do you owe child support, yes or no? And if you do owe child support, to give you a written um letter that or a, a letter yeah. that says give for proof of incarceration and give you the information to write your county friend of the court to get them to stop yeah. from accruing the debt because if yeah. you're doing Not, that's gonna add 5, yeah. 10, 15, 20 years and you never do it and then you get out and you owe $80,000 and you're like, what? I've been in yeah. prison all this time. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So all I'm asking for them is to do that. Not to change yeah. policies or anything like that, but just to implicate that because that'll help people because people yeah. who don't have that information are doing all this time yeah. and accruing all this debt and then by the time they get out and <clears throat> they're trying to get a, get a good job and get, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And they're getting... um. I mean, they're deducted taking, all I mean, this money. That's going to contribute to recidivism because the first thing a guy want to do is like, man, I can't even live off this shit. I'm making fifteen dollars. Yes. Child support taking this. Yeah. I ain't even got enough to yeah. eat. Buy no car. Save money. Yeah. Get an apartment. Man, I'm straight. I'm going back to drugs. I'm going yeah. back to robbing people. I'm going back to selling dope or whatever the yeah. fuck they got to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. The system don't work. It's broken yeah. and it's got to be fixed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just think that informing, giving people the information prior to going in. You know what I'm saying? In this intake is necessary to the well-being yeah. you know what i'm saying if we really talking about change and helping people get back on their feet you know yeah, what i'm saying and giving sure. people a second chance all that is included and, and the only reason i say it is because i know what it's done for me in my life you know what i mean yeah well i mean i you know maybe i don't know bro i'd like to get some more information connect with some people and maybe help you with your situation yeah. bro maybe we can go down there maybe write a letter or something yeah. but we'll figure that out for you man because i already know that stuff can get discouraging yeah you know, cause cause i even talked to my, my poor officer and he's he even was like man we'll see what we could do you know what i'm saying because it's that's crazy and he was with me he and that's why i told him i was like man he was there when the lady said they knocked 15 grand out now that that's not even he's like what i'm like yeah i was like Need to holler at that lady for me, yeah. like. But I, I don't even. They say think I owe sixty four now. Like what the hell? Yeah, I don't even think you should be doing all that, bro. Because no. I mean, technically, they stopped charging you child support once your kid's eighteen years old. Yeah. So if you was gone for twenty seven years, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like she just I, I turned thirty two. I just believe that you were you were yeah. not in a position. to I come be home, able she's thirty one, going on thirty two, and you're charging me child support. Yeah. So that's and what I'm you were supposed to charge me child support once you're in prison. There's like. They charge you a little, but not yeah. all that. But see, this is what I'm saying. If you write a judge or you go to the court or you do what you got to do and say, hey, I've been incarcerated, because they might not know you've been incarcerated for all these years. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, but we didn't know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It could change something. But if you just let them do what they're going to do, then- I ain't going to lie. I mean, a lot of people might think $300, but $300 a month is man, hurting me. That's a me. lot of money, man. That's hurting me, man. That's a lot. Then of I money, got a wife man. and a family. So that's, you know what I'm saying? And then the expense of Daughter, life, grandkids, all these grandkids, like, man- that's what I'm saying, bro. But that's that's why I do what I do, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying, bro? I come home from work every day exhausted because I'm just out there trying to help come up with positive yeah. solutions to uplift. So I'm proud of you, bro. You you know? got, you're doing big things, bro. Thank you, man. Love you, man. Real, Appreciate love you, too, bro. you, man. For sure, man. I'm glad you're home. I'm glad seeing you in motion, taking care of your business. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm here to do anything. I'm trying, man. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I'll be, uh, I'll be fighting with myself sometimes, but I'm, 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 on, I'm on a control, you know? Yeah, no doubt, man. Little man in my head, you know, me and him be going at it sometimes, but it's it's mm -hmm. you got to though, man, because yeah. we don't come too far, man. Trying to check myself. And we got too much to lose, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't made a lot we done made a lot of bad decisions yeah. in our lives, bro. And uh, you know, I, I can't imagine going backwards. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because uh, you know, we always gotta go the extra mile and fight extra hard, bro, to be successful because we got more against us than we do for yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just keep up the good work, bro. I'm here for you. 
Um, you know, much love, man, to everybody, man. If y'all get a chance, go to YouTube, uh, subscribe, you know, share, you know, show, show me some love. July 7th, I got a summer bash coming up at 1211 Trumbull. It's going to be outside. It's going to be eventful. It's going to be family friendly. Got a bunch of dope ass uh, local artists going to be performing, a bunch of dope ass local vendors that are going to be there. Come through, have a good time, man. Come celebrate life with us, um, you know, and, um, you know, it's just been a lot of violence going around uh, the city lately, man. I already knew once it got hot, you know, the heat make people crazy, man. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I'm just pleading with y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave the guns at home, you know, for you know for the kids, for the youth, man. You guys see guns go the other way. Don't play with the gun. Don't give the gun away. Don't sell it. Don't give it to nobody. You know, talk to an adult. Keep your guns up. Keep away from the kids because they out here killing each other. They out here killing themselves. It's sad to see. You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, uh, you know, I just, um, you know, I just want to see everybody prosper, man, and live their life and, and uh, you know, reach their full potential in life, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, sure. you know, we live in a bloodthirsty society, society today, man, and it's unfortunate that the only answer to any type of dispute is violence. Has to be murder. Has to be a fight. Somebody got to get jumped. Somebody got to get killed, man. Yeah. Like, we got to do better than well, that, Well, there ain't man. no respect no more, bro. Like, that's the main thing. A lot of people have more respect for a lot of people. It won't be as much. I'm saying violence is just going to go away, but... Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just sad, man. Leave the guns at home, you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing to just walk away, man. It ain't nothing to tell a person that, you know, you don't want no trouble, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem because I don't. Nigga, I got yeah. a family, I got a home, I got a whole life. Yeah. I got a career, all kinds of shit, yes, bro. I not to jack my wreck off because somebody else is having a bad day, man. <laughs> I just sure. like to keep yeah. it pushing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But who I was before, I was very confrontational, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd invited all that shit into my life. It, and wasn't nothing good going to come out of it, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like, man, let's just live life, man. You know, go soak up the sun, go swimming, go enjoy some time, you know, with your family, with some friends, do a little bit of soul searching, do some growing, come up with some ideas, pursue some goals, some dreams, something, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, life is truly worth living, man. You never know what you what you got until you ain't got it no more. You know what I'm saying? We got damn near over 40 years of time yeah. between, you know, what was that, 25, 34, over 40 years yeah. between me and you, bro, yeah. in prison. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We spent half our lives in that bitch, and you know people wonder why but we live the I, way that we live. But I could say this though: for all that time we did in prison, we look good. Boy, besides these bellies, shit, but we, we look good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we eat out here. No. We, yeah, we we was leaders in there, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we knew how to. I never knew how to play chess, and I still don't, bro. But I knew how to move all the pieces on that yard, bro. I know how all them pieces move. You know what I mean? Sure. The yard was my chessboard. You know. <laughs> For sure. But listen, man, love you guys. Shout out to my brother, L.A. Landscaping, uh, Family for Life Promotions, man. All my people, man, much love to y'all. Like I said, uh, go to YouTube, look up El Nino Podcast, hit that subscribe Always. button for me, man. Much love to y'all. Brutus, thank you for coming through, thank man, you, sharing the story. Much love to you, man. I'll see you guys next Monday. I'm going to keep the fire coming. Uh, July 7th, don't forget about it. Put it on your schedule. Be there. Be square, man. Much love to y'all. Salute. And it got me upset. In that very tell American dream Killing when you walking with that gangsta lean Even though you know they go they all This has been an episode of Real Everyday People Part of the El Nino Podcast Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook Every Monday night at 9pm Eastern And for full episodes The El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube